You are set apart. Have you heard that before? Well, what does that mean? There were times in my life I struggled with this idea, and other times I think I used it in a way to try to gain an advantage over someone else. But eventually, I figured out the truth. And now, knowing that I am set apart is like my superpower. And in the next 20 minutes, I'm breaking this down to you so that being set apart becomes your own superpower too. Welcome to His Word, My Walk where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, I have to talk about this today. As a believer in Christ, I've heard over and over that I am set apart. You've probably heard that too, whether from a pastor or from others encouraging you. Know that you're set apart. It's supposed to be like this comforting yet powerful statement that gives you confidence like nothing else can. You are set apart for God's purpose. You are set apart by God. You are set apart. Okay, great. Got it. But what does that really mean? And how do I put that powerful statement into practical use in my life today? Y'all, I thought I was about to make this a three-part series, but you know how the Lord does. My plans aren't always His plans. So if next week just so happens to be about being set apart, then I guess He had more to say. But I'm sitting here preparing to record this, and I've only got one part planned. Can I just say, I am so glad I've learned to listen to the Lord. Like, I am so glad I have put in the effort and the time to understand what He sounds like and how He speaks to me in my life. Because look, not even that I was a mess before, but these past two years, I have just experienced Him in so many fresh ways. I've learned to hear Him. I've opened my ears, my eyes, and... Y'all know where I'm going with this. I opened his word. I started journaling every time I opened his word every day. And what comes out of those sessions, I guess you could call them? I am just in awe so many days. So as much as I journaled this week and knew I was going to open this conversation about being set apart, I also thought of making it a three-part series. But here's the real truth. Ugh, like here's the real, real truth. And it didn't even hit me until I was out hiking yesterday morning. The reason I wanted to make this a three-part series was not because I had so much to say about the topic. I wanted to make this a three-part series because I'm about to travel for a couple weeks. So if I have an idea ahead of time about what I will record and speak about each week, then it would make things easier for me, which is the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But then I heard myself. And when it really came down to it, my desire for this being a three-part series was not about having so much information to share with you and teaching. It was actually about me not wanting to have to press in and find a place to walk or hike alone and really sit by myself with the Lord no matter where I am or who I'm with. It really came down to that. Now hear me when I say this. There is nothing wrong with planning ahead and preparing so that you can spend time with others or on vacation. I mean, I just did that, taking the entire month of June off from this podcast to be with family. 
And one of my goals is to have some episodes in the bank recorded ahead of time at some point. But what I am saying is that for me, and it's like making me chuckle as I'm playing it out in my mind again, I was wanting a way to not have to set aside some extra time with the Lord in order to receive what he wants me to share on the next couple episodes. That right there was my driving force. I didn't want to have to set aside time for him. But wait, I literally was just saying how much I love hearing from him, how much I love going for hikes and walks alone with nothing in my ears so that he can speak to me uninterrupted. And all of a sudden I'm saying I don't want that. I don't need that. That would be an inconvenience to me. Hearing from the Lord would be an inconvenience to me. Wow, Kayla, check yourself. So I chuckle at it now because that really was my honest thought process. And again, let me be clear, there is nothing wrong with planning ahead and there is nothing wrong with taking time to be with others. But for me and for me right now where I'm at in my life, my solo time with the Lord truly is my lifeline. It's not only where I gain peace, but where I gain confidence in the next steps, no matter how big or small. Spending time with God is what I teach others. It's the most joyful thing for me to help others with. And there I was. Once I truly examined myself and let the Holy Spirit like kick me and say, um, hey, Kayla, check yourself. This time you absolutely love with me. You're thinking ahead of time that it's going to be an inconvenience. Oh, and you think it's going to be an inconvenience in the vacation, in the family, in the relationships I myself have blessed you with. Oh, (laughs) all that to say Here I am to speak to you in one episode about being set apart. So, like I said earlier, as believers in Christ, we often hear that we are set apart. But what does that really mean? What really comes with that? What's really the purpose? How does that affect how we live our lives today? I had the same questions, but this week something incredible happened as I was spending time with God in His Word. Like, I don't know why I'm surprised when this happens, but in that time and in preparing this episode, I realized it's pretty clear that there are two reasons why I am set apart, why you are set apart. And these two reasons are probably not where you thought I was going with this, so just stick with me because it's not where I thought I would go either. But it's so clear and so concise and so just true. Well, I'm just going to drop both points right off the bat because it may turn into somewhat of a what came first, the chicken or the egg argument, which really isn't an argument because God created chickens, then they reproduced of the same kind. Just like God created humans, then they reproduced of the same kind. Trees, same thing. Okay, y'all are getting all kinds of insiders on this episode. But back to it. Here are the two reasons you are set apart. Number one, you are set apart because God chose you. And number two, you are set apart because you chose God. That's it right there. Now, if you thought I was about to talk about the purpose for which you're set apart, well, maybe I'll get there. But I want to set this foundation for you about truly being set apart. You are set apart because God chose you, and you are set apart because you chose God. When you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are set apart from this world. You are saved. You are redeemed. You are written in the Lamb's book of life. You are God's child, which means you are set apart from this world. And let me just plug in right here. If you are hearing this, or even if you've been listening to my podcast for a while and you're curious about a relationship with Jesus, or you're not sure if you're saved or if he could possibly love you even with your past and where you are right now, let me assure you that he loves you right where you are. He died for you right where you are. But please feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can hit me up on Instagram at Kayla Praise or email me info at KaylaPraise.com. All the details to get in touch with me are always in the show notes for each episode too. All right, so... Paul instructs the believers in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. He says, 
Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You know what this lets me know? Something I think we sometimes forget. Yes, God chose me and I am set apart, but that doesn't mean I don't have to work to walk in that truth. My mind still sees things of the world and sometimes wants it. The behaviors and customs of the world are everywhere around me. I mean, goodness, look at social media. Am I set apart? Am I remaining set apart in my mind, in my heart? I need to challenge you and please know I have been challenging myself in this too. Just because God has blessed me with something, that doesn't mean I don't have to work it, put in effort and press through to truly walk in it. Let me give you some examples of people who you might see as set apart in other ways. Simone Biles. Do I really need to explain this phenom? In the world of gymnastics, Simone Biles is set apart from the rest. How about this? According to the King Center, during the less than 13 years of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s leadership, he achieved more genuine progress toward racial equality in America than the previous 350 years. That sets him apart. What I'm saying is that although gifts and talents seem to be clear in these cases, effort and work are still necessary. Was Simone Biles born with a gift? I believe she was. But I also believe she works her tail off. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., did God set him apart? Yes, as a believer, he was set apart. But we also know without a doubt the effort he put into walking in that set-apart way in this world. And when it comes to our relationship with God, our walk with Christ, yes, we are set apart from this world. That is a truth and a promise, and it comes with his presence. As a believer, you are in fact set apart. We could end this statement right here. The problem, though, is that we are set apart in a world that is still running contrary to our belief and faith, contrary to the original design, contrary to the kingdom of God. That's the problem. Oh, and the other problem is you. (laughs) It's me. It's that we have eyes and ears, we have thoughts and feelings, we have free will, and we use it. So although we are set apart, at times we seem to swipe our foot across that line in the sand that separates the kingdom of God from the world. Remember, God is not a genie in a bottle granting wishes. He is a loving God who has chosen you and blessed you. He has set you apart. So do your part. Remember Romans 12, 2 that I quoted earlier? I'll read it to you this time in the New King James Version of the Bible for, for those of you who've heard it over and over and over in this way. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Sounds like some action on our part to me, right? So now that we covered why we are set apart, because God chose us and because we chose him, I want to just give you a little bit of what being set apart is and what being set apart is not. Like a little this or that per se. Biblically, set apart can be described as sanctified, which if you look up the definition of sanctified, it basically says set apart. In the sense of being set apart from all else and dedicated for the Lord's use. Pretty powerful. You are sanctified. You are set apart from all else and dedicated for the Lord's use. Please do not hear that in a way that makes you think you're missing out. See, that's what happens in the world. Oh, you're set aside for the Lord's use? Well, what about what everyone else needs? Um, God, use me as you please. Seriously, that is my prayer often, especially when I think I have such grandiose plans, even plans that are helpful to others and plans that I think are so great. I still have to humble myself and pray, use me, Lord. And when I pray that, I've actually started to add to the back end of that, for your glory. 
for your use, for whatever you need to use me for. I'm all yours. God's ways are perfect, and they are beyond what I can comprehend. So when I release my will to His, I have to trust and believe that I'm not missing out on anything this world could offer, because His ways are perfect. And can I just say, praying that simple prayer, not my will but yours, or your will be done, that is so much more difficult than just speaking those words if we really think about it. My goodness, Jesus spoke those words with literal blood, sweat, and tears streaming down his face as he went to be crucified. Crucified. So that's just a side note that I want to encourage you. Whenever you hear yourself praying that prayer or speaking those words, not my will, but yours be done, feel the magnitude of what you're saying. Because his will, which is ultimately perfect for each of us, does not bow down to the ideas of this world. So being set apart from this world and being in God's will for your life, it isn't always the easiest thing to do, although the words might roll right off your tongue. Here's another definition. The Collins English Dictionary says that if a characteristic sets you apart from other people, it makes you different from the others in a noticeable way. A noticeable way. I like that right there. Are you noticeably different? Like when you spend time with someone, or maybe it's not even a lot of time, but just a short encounter, can they notice that you're different? Are you sharing God's love and kindness with others throughout the day so that they notice you're different? Something as simple as a smile, holding a door, or just patience and polite kindness at the Starbucks drive through window. You are set apart. Are you noticeably different? I was sharing this with a friend recently. For years, I not only hated being single, but what I hated even worse was the, I guess you could call them compliments, from men who were friends from the past or even the present then. Those comments like, you would be the perfect wife. I'm just not ready for that right now. Or, oh, my mom would love if I brought you home. Or, one day, I'm going to say that you were the one that got away. Really? I used to get so frustrated with those kind of comments. I didn't even receive them as compliments. I just rolled my eyes and went back home alone and sulked by myself. But then I figured it out. It wasn't really me that they liked and miss. Sure, I was the girl next door that could hoop with you on the court and hold my own. I was the girl who could hang with your favorite TV shows, hang with the guys without being annoying, but also do my own thing so you could hang with the guys. I was always confident in my own things and had a life going for myself, but I realized many years later that it wasn't those things that you missed. That's what you thought you missed. That's what you thought you wanted. But really, you missed the peace that came with me. You missed the drama-free conversations that came with me. You missed the loyalty and trust that came with me. You missed the presence of God that came with me. And let me tell y'all, when I finally realized that, oh, I was able to release so much. God set me apart. And even when I didn't notice it, others did. I was noticeably different. And so are you. From that moment on many years ago, I am good. I am confident and I am solid in my relationship with God and the plans he has for my life. I am set apart because he chose me. I am set apart because I chose him. And you know what? It is noticeable to others. Now, let me take you to the other side of this discussion for a moment because sometimes we get it twisted. So let me bring you some truth. Set apart does not mean set to the side. You've got to get that clear. Set apart does not mean set to the side. You are not unique and different and handcrafted and chosen by God so that you should be set to the side. 
Yes, you are unique. Yes, you are different. Yes, you are handcrafted. And all of that is part of God's plan. You are to be you in this world. Recently, I just created a devotional for teenagers heading to summer camp. And one of the lessons I was teaching about walking in uniqueness, I use the visual of Air Jordans. Air Jordans are unique because Michael Jordan is unique. I guess you could even say when it comes to the shoe game, Air Jordans are set apart. They're Nike, but they're not really Nike, you know? But here's the thing. Some people stand in line and camp out overnight to purchase Air Jordans, never to wear them. To literally put them on a shelf. Are you kidding me? All that uniqueness, that uniqueness that has value, that uniqueness that you have invested in, you won't even use it for what it was designed to be used for? Straight up, you are unique and you are set apart. But you are not set to the side. Set apart does not mean set up on a shelf to never be used for what you were created to be used for. It means you actually are used for exactly what you were created to be used for and you're doing it all for the glory of the one who created you no matter what anybody else thinks. So remember that. Set apart does not mean set to the side. You are not isolated. That right there is one of the oldest lies of the enemy trying to get you to think that you're all alone in this. No. Yes, you as a believer are set apart, but so am I. And so is your other sister in Christ, brother in Christ. You are not alone. As believers, as children of God, we are set apart. And we are not set apart from each other. We are set apart from the world. Please understand this. You are not set to the side and you are not isolated alone. You are set apart from the world with everyone else who is a believer in Christ. Now, if that right there doesn't open your eyes to the power that comes with being set apart, then this right here has got to. Remember how I said earlier that I was reading through Exodus? Shocker, right? Since I've shared so often from this book that I've just been deep diving into for months. Well, I was in chapter 33, and this one phrase hit me so good that I stayed on it for a couple days. Check this out. Exodus 33. Okay, so Moses has come down from 40 days and 40 nights with the Lord on Mount Sinai. The people in that time have basically left their faith, the God who just rescued them from Egypt, and they put all their jewelry together into a fire and made a gold calf to worship. Well, that's not even the whole scandal. In fact, Aaron, Moses' brother, the one who literally spoke the words of the Lord, was with Moses through all of it. He was the one who suggested they make this idol to worship. What? That part got me, y'all. Aaron was the one who started this. Well, and then he was confronted and he said, I put all the gold jewelry into the fire and this calf popped out. Oh, really? But anyway, so Moses was furious, smashed the tablets. So now Moses is interceding on behalf of the people. Moses is pleading with the Lord to not leave them because of what they had done. And in verses 15 and 16, Moses says this. He says to the Lord, If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me and on your people if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on earth. That part right there. Moses made it so clear. For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on earth. Man, that one phrase, that one sentence, that one comment from Moses to the Lord, it really changed the way I look at things. In just one week, I truly think this is something I will never forget. It is the Lord's presence that sets me apart. It is the Lord's presence that sets me apart. It is the Lord's presence that sets me apart. I knew that. 
But did I really know that? I saw it years ago as I was re-evaluating relationships and friendships from the past. But did I really fully get it? It is the Lord's presence that sets me apart. And here's the kicker. One of my favorite things about reading the Old Testament is recognizing how life was and how relationships were with God before Jesus walked on the earth, then died on the cross for our sins, and then rose again. See, now, because of that sacrifice, I can have my own relationship with God. His presence is with me always. Matthew 28, verse 20, at the end of the Great Commission, Jesus says, And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Through the Holy Spirit, God is always present with you as a believer. So let me make this part really clear. Moses knew the power of God's presence. Moses understood the peace, the comfort, the safety, the provision, the goodness, the grace, the mercy, and everything else that came with God's presence. And Moses knew very clearly that it was God's presence that set him and the people of Israel apart. Catch that. It is God's presence that sets you apart. So I'm encouraging you and even challenging you to see this in your own life. Sure, you have skills, you have talents, you have gifts, and you have abilities. And yes, you will continue to put in effort and work to fully use those skills and talents and gifts and abilities to their full potential for God's glory. But do not forget this right here. You are set apart because God chose you. You are set apart because you chose God. You are not set to the side and you are not alone. God is always with you. And it is God's presence that sets you apart. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.